Hi there. Welcome back to the Women's Empowerment Podcast. This is Dolores Andrew Gavin, founder of Celtic Soul Essence and Irish Health Hour. On this episode of the podcast, we're talking about how to be authentically you. So I suppose to begin with, I'd ask the question, what does being authentic feel like to you? And yes, I did say feel like, because being authentic feels different to everyone. And it also means a whole plethora of things to different people. To some, it can mean to live in accordance with what makes you feel good or make you tick, or to others, what brings you joy and happiness. So the start of your journey to being authentic is to find out what being authentic really means to you. And when we speak about being authentic, empowerment is a word that can often come alongside it. We can say we are empowered when we are living authentically, and you often hear people saying that. But again, let's take this word empowerment and define it. Ask yourself, what does empowerment mean to you, as opposed to, let's say, googling it and coming up with a universally accepted definition that you feel mightn't really suit you or that you feel you don't fit into? Empowerment can mean so many different things to different people. It depends on where you are in your life. For some, empowerment can be a deep desire to finally stand up for themselves. For others, it may be a desire to be free, and for more, a desire to just be. So what story we tell ourselves around empowerment is important to our success in achieving what we want. Sometimes we might feel we desire what we desire isn't possible for us at this exact moment of our life but maybe it can be in the, in the future. This doesn't mean we stop desiring it and draw it to us, but we can accept that where we are right now is where we are, but we can still aim for that future goal. So for that actual even act of accepting where we are, this is actually empowering because it's a step in the right direction to the goal we have. The best gauge for being authentic to me is about following your heart. I did a survey recently asking people what they thought empowerment meant. And a lot of the answers came back with a definition of being free to be me. If then being free to be me is something you feel is authentic to you and would it bring you empowerment, why or why do we constantly sabotage ourselves from being authentic and empowered beings. Too often we don't use our internal gauge correctly. We might listen to it all right, but then when someone else says something to us about, well, let's say a decision we make that feels on track, unauthentic to ourselves, we might question this decision because of what someone else says to us. So we can ask, is this living in a way that is being free to be me? And I know, of course, it's hard to break that cycle of allowing others' judgments define us, especially if that's the way we've lived our lives to date. But it's important to remember that it's not impossible to change. We can work with our mind, just like we can work with, let's say, our muscles. We can train our mind differently. And what a fascinating discovery this is. Training our mind differently or training ourselves to just be 
without others defining us. And this is very doable. So I've outlined here five of my top tips for doing this. So I'd like you to perhaps remember a time in your life when you did something that made you feel good, only to be deflated when your partner or your parent or someone else made a comment and you really took that on board from them. And it made you doubt the decision you had made yourself. I'd ask you to ask, how did that make you feel? So moving on to number two, really dissecting this the way it made you feel. Did you feel angry at yourself for even thinking that you could do what you said you'd do? Did you feel sad? Did you feel frustrated? Or did you fall back into an old pattern of, let's say, maybe feeling helpless, feeling useless, or feeling like a victim to others? In other words, that old pattern that your mind is used to. So number three, realizing that this thought you had made you take an action. And so realizing our thoughts are fueling our actions. Imagine if you could find that trigger that would make your thoughts about a certain area of your life not automatically make you go into autopilot and take the usual action that you normally take. For example, going back to the example I gave, you say something to someone, you feel very authentic and empowered by what you say, but you allow another's judgments define you and you feel deflated. Go back to that and how it makes you feel and realizing that that thought made you take your action in giving up perhaps. This brings us on to the next bringing us to our personal PowerPoint is what I call it. So this is where you, you've, you now can identify what is triggering you and what triggers you time and time again when you feel a particular way, like the time you felt you gave up because of what someone said to you. Knowing this personal PowerPoint is the gem of wisdom from which you can turn around and teach your mind something different. Bringing us on to training our mind to do something different. It's about starting to realize that your thought is in your head, but your feelings are in your body. Sometimes we need to let our head not be so involved in a decision we make and maybe allow our feelings to be in control more. We might have a great idea and it feels great to us. And maybe our head, our thoughts are saying, no, don't do that because it won't work for you. It didn't work the last time. But if it feels good to you, chances are it will work out for you. And at times like this, we want to just say to the mind, thank you for your, for your concern, but I'm going to go with how I feel about this. Now, I'd like us to look at two similar ways our body reacts to do different situations. Think of when you're in danger of something. Say, for example, you have a thought that you may be going to be attacked by a big dog. How does your body react? It probably produces all sorts of feelings and, of course, a, a rush of adrenaline. Your heart might start to race and your palms may get sweaty. On the other hand, if something fantastic happens to you, you may get that same rush of excitement and adrenaline and feel similar things in your body. 
let's say you are nominated for an award and your name gets called out. So your body might get that adrenaline rush, your palms may get sweaty at the thought of going up to receive your prize on stage and your heart may be racing. Your body doesn't really know the difference between the two states. And like that, we can train our mind to take different actions. Recapping. Find your personal PowerPoint. And from there, learn the triggers that need to be changed in order to train our mind to take different actions. We can learn how to be more peaceful in calm in times of danger, perhaps. Now, we will go into this more in further episodes. For this one, I just want you to be very aware of being authentic and what it means to you and knowing how it makes you feel. Finding your PowerPoint, your personal PowerPoint and making your changes from there. Until next time, keep empowered.